welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. So, uh, this week has been WWDC, uh, as we said last episode. Uh, so I wanted to, now that we had a few days to like digest everything that was announced and uh, go through a whole bunch of sessions that go over everything in detail, uh, what were some of the cool things that you found from the announcement? Mm. I I can start. <laughs> sure. So uh, I thought it was really cool um, how, uh, I think it's called Stage Manager, uh, how on an iPad you can now like have multiple apps open and uh, apps can have windows and you can plug it into an external monitor and it kind of makes the iPad feel like more of a computer than it was. Like Apple insisted it was a computer, but I don't think anyone else thought it was. I mean, there's different forms of computer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. your phone is a computer. It just looks different. Yeah. But I guess... It's not and, what people think about yeah, as a computer. But I think what Apple's trying to do is trying to push, I guess, mobile devices towards being like what a typical computer should look like. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I mean, this whole, what is it, stage manager is mm-hmm. also going to be on the the Mac as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think this is a cool feature to have, especially like, so what it, what it does is that like, it keeps the active window that you're working on sent front and center. And mm-hmm. then any other windows that are you're not really using are going to be like shoved to the side. Mm-hmm. And, and then little, neat little stacks. Yeah, and they'll cluster them as well. So like if you have a bunch of Safari windows open, then all the Safari windows will cluster together. And if you have like notes, so notes will be clustered together. But I'm just wondering like how do you flip through all the... Like go through all those pages if... If, like, if they're all clustered together, like, you know? Because mm-hmm. I know when I work, I have Safari open. Like, I have lots of w- Safari windows open. But each type of window, like, it's positioned at a specific spot on my computer. Mm-hmm. So I know when I need to look for something, I know, okay, this window is, is last here. in this corner. Mm-hmm. So then I go to that. So then, like, if everything is clustered in one spot, like... How do you go and find that one window that you normally Mm -hmm. know where? Yeah, I imagine it probably groups them together. So, for instance, on your computer, you either do podcasting or you do development, right? Right. As an example. So you can imagine that a certain set of Safari windows are for development and a certain set are research for podcasting, right? Sure. Um, Like on, on your screen right now, you have some research for an upcoming episode, which I won't spoil. Um, so you can imagine that you have GarageBand and that research as one of those stacks. Mm-hmm. And when it's time to work, you click on your work stack and that brings up Xcode and uh, Stack Overflow and an Appster Connect, you know, so you have all of those windows open in the places that you're used to having them. Uh, but then when it's time to do a podcast, you don't put any of that away. You just click on the podcasting stack, all those kind of go back on their in the corner in the on the side of the screen and then you have your podcasting set up again okay i i wonder if that's how it's gonna work i mean something similar to that already exists though which is in safari there's something called tab group Mm -hmm. i mean you can group certain pages that is within safari anyway Mm -hmm. like if you have a window that has 
like let's say five tabs that are related to like one topic or whatever you can group all of those tabs into one section mm -hmm. and the next time you open up that group all of your tabs that you were once researched together are all there but from what the demo or not the demo from what they showed it doesn't seem like you're able to really group safari with garage band or with notes together as one group it seems like it's only lumping safaris together it's lumping notes only together isn't it no so it's doing both so oh, is it, it? yeah it's, it's taking the lazy approach of like here's all your windows in one app that you have open uh which is like how zero people work mm -hmm. and then they also had an example where it's like here's uh you're trying to plan a trip and you have your pages and you have your safari and you have your notes open uh, and those are all working together. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I, I thought that was that's cool that one, it's on the Mac, and two, it's coming to the iPad. And that is kind of the glow up moment for iPads. Yeah. Um, one one thing that they added is um, on the new iOS update, there's going to be a, you can customize your lock screen now. Mm -hmm. Before is um, you can only put a wallpaper in your lock screen and that's essentially it but now you can customize to put widgets there mm -hmm. so something quick where you don't have to unlock the phone you kind of just it's on your lock screen you kind of just open it up and it's there and you can tap on it so i'm current i currently have the beta downloaded and i um it's still limited as to what kind of widgets you can have there mm -hmm. but you can customize it you can have a picture you can have uh they have some default screens that you can use as well. But um, so like the date, you can customize, you can change the font, you can change the color, uh, you can do the time, you can do... For me, uh, what's important is that like I always check the weather every morning and then checking the air quality. So I added those widgets to my home screen. Oh, not my home screen, my lock screen as well. And then um, I have reminders on my lock screen as well because normally I use a reminder as my shopping list and whenever mm -hmm. I go to the grocery store like I would have to unlock my phone navigate to the reminder app and find then the shopping list. find the shopping list and then from there use it here having it on my lock screen I don't need to do any of that when I open when I pick up my phone it's right on my lock screen. I tap on that widget. It will take me directly to that shopping list, mm -hmm. which I think it's amazing. Because <laughs> it's the little things in it, life. It is the little thing in life. Because, like, I have an Apple Watch, and I, I did the same thing for it, too. Whenever we go to the grocery, I don't feel like pulling out my phone. So I have I have uh, the reminder as one of the... Um, one of the complication complication there mm -hmm. but the problem with the one on the watch is when you tap on it it only it's it doesn't take you to the shopping list that i always use because this doesn't remember which uh section of the reminder i was last visiting it just takes me to like the overall view of the reminder, which is so annoying because then I have to then still do the navigation to which get is to the agonizing on the watch. It is. Yeah. So I, I really like that mm -hmm. little feature that they did. Yeah, and to anyone who's listening, these are features coming to iOS sixteen, which is the not, next update. Yeah, it's the next update that's gonna come out probably in around October. Mm -hmm. Um, based on like past events, uh or past years I should say. Uh, so, 
Uh, if you do see that it's like available via public beta, you can try it, but I would suggest you don't try it on your like main device because mm -hmm. who knows what can go wrong because these are betas, right? Yeah. I mean, so far, uh, I did have a little bit of a, it, it's a pretty wonky in terms of like how to get to it to set it. Like, yeah, I have to push, like, I have to do a long press on the on the lock screen, and then it will, like, zoomed into it, and then you change the picture. Crashed but a few times. It did crash a few times, and the, and the problem is when I set a an, an actual photo of my two cats as my lock screen, it replaces the picture on my home screen as well, mm -hmm. which I don't want it to be like that. I just, I want my home screen and my lock screen to have two different pictures. So that's sort of annoying, mm -hmm. but yeah. But what one neat thing that they incorporated in this lock screen thing is that they they allow you to customize it with a focus. And I don't know if anyone's used focus before. It pretty much allows you to like, What's a focus? Like a, yeah, so you, you basically choose which apps can like annoy you yeah. throughout the day. Um, so you can set a focus like uh, well, built like in, a, like a restriction. Yeah, so built way. in, your your phone has like two focuses. It has normal mode and do not, do not disturb. Dis yeah. And do not disturb turns off all notifications. But you can say, hey, even if it's do not disturb, I still want to know when the laundry finishes. Yeah. So let those notifications come through. Yeah. Um, and that's an example of like a restriction that you can lift. You can set up other ones. You can set up a work focus where if people text you, it can tell you can have it tell them, hey, I'm at work, so I'm not going to get back to you mm -hmm. right away. Um, and that can be automatic. Um, or you can have a sleep focus where it just blocks out everything so you can wind down and go to bed. Um, so you can set up as many focuses as you want. Like you can set up one for the morning where it gives you just the weather and the air quality and it does not show you your shopping list. And then throughout the day, it can have a different focus where it does show you the shopping list, for instance. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great for people who like wants to keep their private, their like personal lives a little bit separate from their work life. That way they can concentrate more. Hence, Severance Watch Apple's, <laughs> what is it called? Severance, yeah. Severance on Apple Plus, like, TV. Apple, <laughs> Apple Plus TV. <laughs> Apple TV Plus. It's On the Apple TV app. Yeah, it's a on really... On your Apple TV. <laughs> it's a really crazy, sh like, show. Like, it talks about these people, like, separating their work life from their personal life. Where, like, they have to do some sort of, like, brain surgery to have that switch. So then as you're, like, going through the elevator, leaving work, it switches. And then you don't remember a single thing from work. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I guess this is one step closer <laughs> to that. <laughs> Focuses. You had us all along. So, yeah. So. Yeah. One cool thing that Focuses are going to bring in iOS 16 is app developers... They can choose to uh, change stuff in the app based on your focus as mm. well. So it's not just going to be notifications. Um, so if you have a favorite app that has like a work mode and a personal mode, think email, for instance, maybe you have your work emails and your personal accounts all in the same app. Um, in the future, developers will be able to, the developers of that app will be able to have it such that if you're in your work focus, it hides your personal emails. And if you're in your personal focus, it hides your work emails, for instance. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be something that uh, we might be able to do because that's that's a new a new part of the announcements. Yeah, 
And one more cool thing that they announced, and this has to do with family, and it's family sharing, and especially for people who uh, like our to families sh- like to share photos with each other. Like it's sometimes it's really hard. You have your own photo library, and then your spouse have your own photo library, but then you can't really merge to those two just to like, you know. And if you want your spouse's like pictures they kind of have like to text it to you or like somehow share it with you it's annoying quality version yeah Yeah. it's annoying so now they're letting family who are like sign up for family share to like sort of all their pictures will be consolidated if you give access to it so we're gonna have so many duplicates so that's gonna be really cool i wonder how do they deal with the duplicates like do they just well, don't the, show the duplicates meaning like if there's duplicates maybe they just select one for select a duplicate from one spouse and not the other so then I, there's I, no i hope so and i hope when they do that they pick the good quality version because when you share a photo uh one the copy that you share oftentimes does not have all the same detail that the original one had it, like recompresses it and stuff so i'm hoping that it does not choose the recompressed version over the original one. Does that make sense? Yeah. But honestly, like, it shouldn't matter though, right? I mean, one extra duplicate. I mean, like, I I was looking through my photos the other day to look for pictures of my cats, like, to set on my lock screen. Like, I have so many duplicates because they're so cute. I'm just like, tap, 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 tap. And I take, well, like... Well, those aren't duplicates. Duplicates would be the same image that you sent me and then I sent you back. And oh, you now have okay. two. That are identical in every way, oh, and except the one is like everything. a worse version oh. because it got sent back and forth. Does that make sense? But yeah, I mean, like it's not like you only have twenty four films that you're, you know. It, oh no, like like <laughs> like it, it it should be fine. Just buy more memory, I guess. At that point, I mean, get ready for fifty six thousand sixty eight photos and three thousand two hundred sixteen videos. Uh, I have. 17,233. So probably around 65 between both of us, duplicates removed. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a big photo library. I have a lot of videos since I started recording like our babies a lot. But I'm only at 1,395. Got some catching up to do. Well, you have a longer history Mm -hmm. though, right? I only started having an iPhone in 2003. 13 or 14 so yours went all the way back to like the first iphone no uh Which earlier is... earlier than that i have pictures i have regular pictures since 2004 yeah so yeah lots of pictures but yeah family sharing to consolidate family photos it's gonna be nice mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you can prepare for that if you have if everyone in your family has an iphone or an ios device uh, you set up iCloud family sharing um, ahead of time because that's what's going to rely on mm-hmm. uh, most likely. And you get a whole bunch of other benefits by doing this. So uh, definitely look into it. Yeah. Um, on the phone, there's going to be more privacy and security updates. I mean, And they added something called security check, which then... Uh, uh, so this is good for like, of victims of like domestic abuse or someone who's trying to get out of like a, a really bad trying relationship. Trying to get out of iCloud family. <laughs> no, trying to get out of a really bad relationship, trying to cut ties with someone who's harmed them in one way or another. And normally like when you're in a relationship with somebody, you tend to share passwords or share personal information with that person. And oftentimes you don't even know this that, happened yeah. because 
the other person might know your phone's password. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when you weren't looking, they might have shared your phone's location with them. Yeah. And you don't even know. Right. So this new check that they add, it's awesome because occasionally it will alert you on your phone and sort of remind you that like, hey, you're currently sharing this type of sensitive information with this person. So sort of like to let you know, like, are you are you aware of this at all? Mm-hmm. And then if you're if not... you are, fine. Yeah, and if you're not, then that's when you're, like, being alerted that, like, hey, something is going on, mm-hmm. you know? Which I think it's awesome because people forget. People, you know, forget what they who they share things with, whether, like you said, like the case of, like, someone could easily open your phone. Like, I have access to your phone. Mm-hmm. You have access to my phone. Yeah. You know? So like I need like I could easily open your phone and you wouldn't even question me, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Like and, and it, oftentimes like in those kinds of relationships, it's not that they don't question, it's you don't have a say. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you have to do it from a from a societal pressure point of view. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's something that you often can't escape in the moment. Um and you don't want your phone like full of uh spyware as a result of that yeah yeah so lots of really cool stuff that they're adding in the next uh, os update Mm -hmm. um the watch has some cool stuff as well the watch can now track your sleep like your sleep habits a lot better Mm -hmm. and Uh, more detail and more detail so if you have an apple watch like you're wearing it to sleep at night it will track your sleep cycle and let you know whether like you have i don't know health problem or sleep problems or whatever it is mm-hmm. um oh another cool thing that i get they added to the the app is uh the phone is that there in the health app you can now track your medications and it will um it will like when you enter in all your medications it will like verify to see if those any of those medications like have a bad interaction with each other mm-hmm. which i find so cool because often when you you go like you don't bother going to the doctor and then you're taking something and you're like, I'll just grab something from over the counter, you know, though over the counter stuff tends to be safer, Mm -hmm. but like there could be situation where they interact with each other. And this is awesome Mm -hmm. because I'm always wondering like, is it safe for me to take Tylenol with like, I don't know, my allergy medications or whatever that I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know? So this is cool. Yeah. So it's not going to catch every like uh, situation Mm -hmm. because we don't know every situation, but the ones that it does, it will flag. Mm-hmm. I, I tried it because I have a beta on my phone and it, it works pretty well. It doesn't really like give me a notification that like, hey, you missed this this uh, medication time at eight o'clock. Like, did you take it? But it will ask you when you open the app. When you open the health app, it will say like the alert will then come up and say like, Hey, you have the schedule for taking this. Did you take it yet? Maybe you need to add that notification to your focus. Oh, to my focus. That way it shows up. Yeah, could be. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that you were like on that same on that same piece, the medications, you were fascinated by the fact that it like finds the interactions. And I was wowed by the fact that you could just point your camera to a bottle of pills oh, yeah. and it knows exactly what kind of pills. Like Humans don't even know what kind of pills are in a bottle of pills. It's I mean, like so think, hard to read. I mean, and the camera did it like instantly. And that I mean, was... that's just using their vision. I know, but that, that's just to like pick up words, and then they're just comparing. That's the part that with... wowed me, though. I so I just found it funny that I was wowed by that part, and you were wowed oh. by a completely different part for that same feature. 
I, I'm 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 more of like I'm wowing from like <laughs> you the move normal... beyond the the super fancy like vision stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah. I think I'm more impressed from the the normal people's perspective, mm-hmm. not from like the developers' perspective. Mm-hmm. Because of course, all of these things that like you point a camera or something and it freaking translate those texts for you. Or, like, you tap on it and it it calls that number for you. Like, all of that's cool. But, like, from a normal person's perspective, like, it's pretty cool that, like, it tells you if your medication is, like, going to kill you, you know? So, (laughs) I guess from a developer's point of view, like, I can totally implement the the medication is going to kill you. You just have a a database with interactions and you look it up. Yeah. You know, dead simple. Could not be easier. Uh, and then but Apple did all the work, which is awesome, and I don't no, no, have to no, look no, it no, up No, I get myself. it, I get it, I get it. But then you have the part where you, like, point a phone's camera at a bottle of pills, probably not even well, like, it's just in your hands, and it just, like, magically figures out what bottle of pills that is. That is, like, mind-blowing. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start, like, going about solving that problem. Um, so yeah, I guess it's exactly how you said it's the developer's mindset is like, that's the part that's going to wow me. And then the normal person's mindset of like, oh, it's going to tell me. And I didn't think about that. It's like, no, it's not that I didn't think about it. I find it a pain to have to look it up every Mm -hmm. single time to like have to be reminded, having to be reminded that like, it's safe to take this or that. What is this medication? Because it's, it's never like. Cough medication. It's never that. It's it's always like some scientific name. You know? <laughs> so I'm constantly... I, I hate that. So I'm like, oh, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Any, uh, any others? Uh, I guess one last... There's a lot more. So like we... I really we can do, have more episodes. <laughs> no, I really do suggest you watch the keynote because it will tell you... Most of the highlighted features that they mm-hmm. are pointing out, and it, it's cool because, like, every year when there's a new phone update, I really do wonder, like, how many people actually know, how many people that are not developer actually know what what the new up. Like, I can the answer new that to you. Are. Another update. Oh, I just updated my phone. Right. I feel that's like that's the that's the sentiment. <laughs> right. I feel like the majority of people think, oh, it's a pain in the ass when I update. It's going to slow down my phone. It's going to make everything all buggy. But it's not that. It's like they're trying to make your life a lot easier by trying to add all of these extra features. I feel like they're adding so many features nowadays that like I get overwhelmed. I don't even remember what the what they are anymore. You know. But it's really nice all of these things they're they're adding. Mm-hmm. So, so what was that last one? Oh, the last one is uh, CarPlay. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> so norm. So as of right now, like CarPlay, what it is, it allows you in cars. They have you know you normally have the, the infotainment system. The info. infotainment system where you can you can plug in your phone and it's where you get infotained sure (laughs) where you can plug in your phone and then it will sort of like mirror what's your phone to the screen yeah not not completely mirror like it has its own ui just for the car but it's a better system than what the car came with four years ago or wherever whenever you buy your car right but but you essentially can use the apps that are on your phone mm-hmm. on that screen yeah. in your car. So what they're taking it a notch further is they're 
they're in, they're designing this whole thing. I mean, it's not going to be in every car because it, you're going to have to. This then, is for rich people cars. You're going to have to buy a very <laughs> fancy car that like do all this, you know. And the majority of people don't have it. But I think it's really awesome because we always talk about like it's really annoying to have to like because I don't have one of those CarPlay system mm-hmm. in my car, so I have to plop my phone up in front of the air vent so then I can see the map. And so then it's never in front of me. It's always on the right the right hand side of my steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So we always joke about like would it be cool if like the the mirror in front of you kind of just like visually show that or whatever or like the little speedometer in the center in the front of you can just show you the map then it would be awesome then you don't need to like have the extra phone well apple is doing that <laughs> yeah so they basically are saying hey car manufacturers if you want to let us take care of designing your ui on all of your screens mm-hmm. in the car like we'll do it we'll do, we'll do the speedometers we'll do the tachometers we'll do the map in front of the user we'll do all the signal lights we'll do all the vents for the air conditioning mm-hmm. we'll do it all uh just let us know what capabilities your car has and give us access to your screens um and and they showed up off this like a really cool demo and a lot of people were saying Hey Apple, like, why don't you just release your own car? Because it seems like you designed it already, and yeah. you're just like waiting on these car manufacturers. So, uh, yeah, Apple's probably not gonna come out with a car anytime soon. Uh, but they did design what a car should look like on the inside, and it looks cool. It's awesome. I mean, like, if you were tech savvy, if you were into like all these new technology, like, like I said, like, it's annoying to have a little tiny phone screen. On the right-hand side of your steering wheel, sometimes I knock it over. It prevents the air from actually coming towards me because it's sitting right in front of the vent. Like, this is awesome. Like, how? I mean, how? I look at the speedometer when I drive all the time. Every few seconds, I glance down at it to make sure I'm not speeding or whatever, to check my gas. Like, I'm obsessed at looking at that area. Like, if now there's a freaking map there, like, how awesome would that be? And then not just map, anything you want, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I think it's going to be so cool. I hope they don't make it to the point where you can watch YouTube on there because it's going to be so well, no. dangerous. <laughs> well, like, on my car, I have CarPlay. Yeah. Um, the, the, not the fancy CarPlay that they showed off. I have the little tiny infotainment system CarPlay. The where little you have, screen. Yeah, the little screen on the side. Well, it's much bigger than your screen. Yeah. Like, for starters. Um, so it's made for, it's made to be like a CarPlay kind of screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like Honda basically assumes you're going to plug something in and use that because your phone, you're going to update it more often than you update your car. So that thing, first of all, it gets better every year because your phone gets updates like iOS 15, 16, um, have tons of improvements. The maps get better all the time. Um, but also you're going to buy a new phone and that's going to have more capabilities over time. So your car, like, whatever it tells CarPlay is available, that's going to stay the same as long as you own that car. Um, but CarPlay does get better every year. So that's a major benefit for it. Uh, so I think it's it's really cool that they're pushing it forward because there's always going to be new cars. And when you finally get a car with the super crazy thing, you can you can plug in your phone and customize what your speedometer looks like. Yeah, but I, I feel like those kinds of cars are going to cost you like five years worth of salaries if you're working like minimum wage. I mean, probably more than that too, you know. I mean, what's the rule? It's like uh, you should buy a diamond that's like three of your salaries. Like, I don't know. I've heard this is like if you're making a... 
if you're proposing to someone, you need to get a diamond that's three of your salaries because that's an arbitrary number someone made up. And that's like how much love costs. Like, I have a weird face on because I'm, I find this all ridiculous. As we talked about in our diamond episode, we bought a diamond from China. It was cool. Um, he bought a rough diamond, which caused like one quarter, like, which caused like one seventh of the price of an actual diamond for that size. So, yeah. we're not rich. <laughs> Don't think we are. No, but we had fun buying buying a diamond from China. Um but yeah, so I I don't think you should spend three years of salary on a car. <laughs> like I'm gonna put that out there. Uh, that's a, that's a bit much. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, all of this technology will slowly come down to everyday cars. It's just a matter of time, right? Yeah. I, I imagine new car manufacturer or new cars that manufacturers are making or designing right now. They're probably. Made aware of like, oh, Apple just said they'll do all of our design. We weren't going to do it anyways. Like, we're going to do a half-assed kind of implementation. So let's just let Apple take over. And then if someone has an iPhone, they can let it take over. And if they have an Android, they can let the Android version of Android Auto, I think it's called, take over. Um, And yeah, if they don't have either, we'll put our our, like plain-looking UI LED screen. Yeah, our LED screen. Um, Lynn was saying in her Toyota, so her Toyota has two like real dials, uh, for the speedometer and tachometer. And in the middle, there's a little tiny black and white, black and white, no other colors, uh, display. And she's like, I have a display car for like, can go right here. I'm like, when what, in which colors, black or white? Uh, I can definitely see like people jailbreaking, like on my Honda, the whole front is a screen. Like, all the speedometers and stuff. So I can definitely see people jailbreaking the Honda to, like, let CarPlay see it all. Because there are screens there, you know? It is being all run by Android, like, under the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, why not, right? Just show a video there. Yeah, the all of this thing that Apple's doing with the cards, it's either gonna pose it as a threat or it's gonna make everything better. But it's going to go But we won't better. find out for 10 years. <laughs> no, I think it's probably going to go better regardless whether these manufacturers are going to work with Apple or they're going to see it as a threat and they're going to improve their system. So in a way, it's going to be good mm-hmm. in, going forward, right? Yeah. I just look forward to the point where... Like your phone crashes and then your speedometers are gone. And then, and then, yeah, and then you like have to restart your car just to get it back up. Like that's going to be no. not good. That That's happened to me once or twice where like either CarPlay car wigged out or the thing on the car part of CarPlay wigged out. Something wigged out to the point where the little infotainment system was like, nope, I'm not going to run anymore. You have to turn off your car and turn it back on. Yeah. Um and yeah it was just like dead until i finally found a spot to stop um and thankfully like my car is semi-computer controlled like it's still a stick shift so you still have to like do it manually you can still start the engine without the computer really having any say in the matter just by rolling and popping the clutch Mm. um so yeah i don't think i'm gonna die but who knows in future cars that are all electric if something crashes I don't know what it's going to end up in that situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's some of the uh, new features that they added or that will come out soon. 
And yeah, there's there's a lot more that we didn't mention. So do watch the keynotes if you want to know it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you have an iPhone that's older than an iPhone 8, you will not be able to upgrade to iOS 16. So that's your fair warning. So it's iPhone 8 and newer. Uh, and then for the watch, I think it's uh, Series 4 and newer. So if you have a Series 3, that's not going to be able to get any of the updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the iPad, it's more complicated because all the iPads are called iPad. Um, <laughs> it's just iPad. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, and we also have like, uh, we've recorded an episode before where we talk about like, why is it that your phone gets slower when there's a new update? So do check it out. Apple's not doing it on purpose just to like make you buy new products. They're not. No, it benefits them more if you are happy with their products than if you are mad. So I'll put a link to that in the description or the show notes or whatever it's called. That way you can check it out as well. Mm. Cool. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye.